National Rescue Dog Day. If you want to share your story about your lovable rescue dog, please feel free to call 312-981-7200. What a perfect day to talk with John Garrido from Garrido Stray Rescue Foundation. John, hi, how are you? Hello, gee, thank you very much for having me on the show. Are you kidding? Thanks for being with us. And I know that you're a busy man because you have a full-time job on top of running this uh, Garrido Stray Rescue Foundation. Yes, yes, uh, I'm also a Chicago police lieutenant and a lawyer. Oh, whoa, okay, I didn't even know about the lawyer part. Uh, by no, the way, Don't hold that against me. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, thank you for your service. Oh, thank you. So, all right. So, how did you get involved with uh, rescuing stray dogs? So, uh, really, uh, it, it all starts with uh, my wife Anna. Uh, she's really the heart and soul of our organization. Uh, but it started off with going on vacations, and whenever we would see animals in need, we would either get them some food, or if they needed medical treatment, we would try to find a vet. And uh, really, this rescue pretty much kicked off with a dog named Pedro that we rescued in 2014 from San Pedro, Belize. And uh, what an adventure that was. Okay, so you were on vacation in Belize, and yep. you re- came across a dog that needed your help. Yes. So I, I imagine it's not very easy to bring a dog in to the States from a foreign country. Extremely difficult. Uh, so when we decided we definitely wanted to bring him home, uh, there had to be a 30-day hold for him to stay there in um, San Pedro. Well, the process to get him back was was extremely difficult. We couldn't fly him back because at that time of year it was May and there was a restriction on having animals in cargo. Uh, we couldn't, uh, you know, by boat. We we tried to think of any any which way that we could to get him back. And ultimately, what we came up with is my father and I flew to Cancun. Uh, we met uh, some um, a guy and his father, Hector, and his father that we met online. Uh, we rented a car. <laughs> we drove two hours south and we met. Uh, to the people that held on to Pedro in San Pedro, Belize. They took a two-hour boat ride north. We met at the border of Belize and Mexico, and then we drove him from the southern tip of Mexico all the way back to uh, the border of Texas and Mexico, where my wife Anna drove down and met us. She crossed over into Mexico, and uh, we were reunited there and then drove him back home to Chicago. And what made this dog so special that you went to all of this trouble to rescue him? You know, we, we, we had a connection with them, uh, but really, ultimately, I've learned that uh, once your wife names a dog that you find, uh, it's, it's yours. So once she <laughs> named him Pedro, I knew we were, we were toast. Uh, but he, he, just, he just was a great dog. And, you know, the nice thing about it is when we, we shared the whole trip and journey on Facebook, on social media, so it built up this following, and that's what transitioned us into this rescue. We just had all these people, you know, thousands of people that were following us on Facebook, and we were able to utilize that to basically kick off the uh, Rescue Foundation. Well, this makes total sense to anyone that's a dog person, but I'm sure a lot of people... Anybody else is like, are you crazy? You know how many dogs are between here and there you could have rescued? And you know that that old saying, and I know I'm going to say it wrong, but... You know, uh, rescuing one dog isn't going to change the world before that dog. You've changed that dog's world. Absolutely. Uh, so we, we rescued this one dog, and this dog has helped us rescue hundreds more. We, we've, on average, been on average about 300 dogs and about a dozen cats a year since 2017 when we started this have come through our doors that we've been able to help uh, because of this, this one dog, Pedro. Oh, my goodness. And, of course, once you rescue a dog, they're forever grateful. They'll never forget it. Yes. 
absolutely, absolutely. Definitely that unconditional love that you get back from them is uh, well, well worth it. Uh, and it, it just, it, it really uh, opened our eyes to, to there's there's so much good in the world out there, and there are so many good people. You know, we especially as a police officer, I run across, you know, we see the, the bad side of society and a lot of bad things mm-hmm. out there. But since we got involved in this rescue, the, the people are incredible. Not Not just the the uh, you know I mean everything from from the vets that we deal with from the the uh, the groomers to uh, just other rescue people and other rescue organizations that are going out on the streets every day that I didn't even know about that are going to you know dangerous neighborhoods on the south side and the west side to rescue animals uh, to all the people online you know you think by sharing you know sharing a lost dog on social media that that's not a big deal it's huge because that's really how we're getting these dogs home. Uh, we're, we're fortunate enough with our rescue, we have about an 82% return to owner rate, which if you compare that to animal control, they're at about 23 to 26%. Mm-hmm. No fault of their own. They're just because of where they're located and just how it works. But we're getting 82% of these animals back to their families, and, and that's a big deal. And what does that mean? Explain that to us, John. Uh, so, you know, when, a, when an animal comes in, uh, the idea for us, our main purpose is to get them back home to their families. Uh, so that's return to owner. And there's a return to owner rate that, that organizations will use. And if we, get a, if we bring in 100 dogs, we're getting 82 of them. We're finding their families and getting them back home. So a, lot of, to, a right. lot of them are lost then, right? They somehow get separated from the family that they belong to? Yes, yeah. Uh, all of our dogs that come in, uh, I'd say 95% of the dogs that come into our organization are strays. They, they just got lost. Uh, a, a lot of them come into the police station, uh, and our goal is to just try to find their families. And we work together with Animal Control, our organization does, and we, we're actually a stray hold rescue for Animal Control now. So what happens is a dog comes in, we're able to uh, take the dog into our organization instead of sending them to Animal Control, and we get them their their shots. Uh, they go to or any medical attention, whatever they need, uh, over at Niles Animal Hospital or Porch Park Animal Hospital. And then we take them and get their grooming over at the dog house. Uh, and then we, we take care of them in foster homes or in boarding facilities until we're able to find their owners. Then and only then, when we can't find their owners, then we take no, we try to find a good home for them. But the, the nice thing about the way this has worked out is we, we're raising enough money to take care of whatever their medical needs are, no matter what it is or no matter what they're going through based on need, not on cost, just because so many people are now part of this network. It's, it's, it's actually amazing. Well, I mean, this is uh, extremely time-consuming. It requires a lot of detective work, I would think, to figure out who the dog belongs to. Of course, you're familiar with that line of work. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and we've got all these rescue detectives that are out there. You'd be surprised if I'll put an animal up for, you know, that we just find that just came in. Mm-hmm. And, and this network goes to work. People, they start scouring social media, going to different sites, lost animal sites. And you'd be surprised how quickly they're able to find and track down the owners. Uh, you get, if, there, if there's one message to get out there, if you lose your dog, put put your lost pet or, or cat up on social media because there are so many people now that that just scour the media or scour the social media looking for uh, dogs that are lost to try to match them up and they really really do a good job that we work together with lost dogs illinois which is another great organization that is is really really useful in reuniting these pets well you you're speaking about a big network that you have so how many people are involved i mean this is it sounds like a this is a full-time operation you have going it's 
it's a pretty pretty big operation. We're 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 just lucky enough that we don't sleep, so we just get it all done. Um, and and my wife Anna, she really really uh, between having a full time job, she does all the administrative and stuff, which is a lot of work in itself. Uh, but we have about thirteen thousand people that follow our page, and then with the other pages that we have put together, we're probably about eighteen to twenty thousand people all together that are. are are following directly connected to our organization and then when you take and you connect that to like a lost dog illinois it just expands to to over a hundred thousand i mean it, it it really is a a growing uh, social media has if there's one good thing that comes out of social media aside from mm-hmm. showing pictures of your food it is show is that this uh the, for rescues it's huge well i want to mention the uh, website it's garrido stray rescue.org i'm going to spell that for you g-a-r-r-i-d-o stray org. and we're speaking with uh, cbd lieutenant john garrido yep. and thank you so john you know this is all encompassing work I mean, what what drives you? What motivates you? Is it because I mean, I imagine with your daily work as, you know, your police work, that's more complicated. It's a lot more difficult maybe to save a human being. But with with a dog, it's it's simpler, right? Uh, yeah, it, it's simpler. And, you know, there, there's things that you find in life, you know, that, that become your passion. And my wife and I are really, really passionate about this. Uh, so it's so gratifying. It doesn't seem like work, even though, you know, it obviously is. And with so many people out there that help and put it together, we've even branched off into a court advocacy, uh, seeking justice for animals that have been abused. And we're getting anywhere from uh, 50 to 100 people are showing up for court, well, before the pandemic anyway, we're showing up to court to to basically just be a voice for the animals that have been abused. And, and that, I, for as much as I've gone to court in the last 29 years of being a police officer, standing up in court with, with 100 people behind you as we all stand just silently there just to be a voice for that animal is, is um is super gratifying. It's it's just it's just the right thing to do. Now, did you go and get your law degree and, and become a practicing attorney just for this organization and for the cause? No, no, no. Uh, when I joined the police department, I had a high school diploma. I just went back part time. I got my bachelor's degree and I continued on to law school part time and got my law degree. Uh, so I've been practicing since two thousand six. You did all uh, that while working as a police officer. Studying yes, part time. a long time. Here, if you want to get this message out there to kids out there, go to school right after high school. Get it done. Going part time <laughs> takes forever. It took me fourteen and a half years to get my bachelor's and my law degree. You do not want to go to school for fourteen years after high school. Okay, get listen, John. We need to have you back <laughs> on. <laughs> we need to have you back on later on down the road to talk about just how to stay motivated and how and your life story because you're remarkable. That's unbelievable. Your life story. No, part of a team and happy to help. Thank you. Okay, so how can we help out right now? We've been hearing about sort of phenomenal numbers in terms of like, you know, shelters being emptied out because so many people want to adopt and uh, foster pets right now. But how can we help a Garrido Stray Rescue Foundation? Uh, so with Garrido Stray Rescue Foundation, uh, the biggest thing right now is when we take these animals in, we take care of them at whatever the cost. So that does, yeah, that does add up. So we can always use donations. So if you go to our uh, website or even our Facebook page, that's where we're most active is on our Facebook page. Okay. That's at Greedo Stray Rescue Foundation as well. And you'll see when, when we have an animal that goes in, uh, their vet bill sometimes, even with the, the deep discounts that we get, are anywhere from five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars 
so so that's always of course helpful with the uh, donations and we can always use leashes and collars and uh, things like that Those so donations as well you, okay well, mm-hmm. great thank you um, thank you so much for being with us Lieutenant John Garrido um, and you're still active on the force as well you're just doing yes. like three different jobs right <laughs> yeah, absolutely and everybody out there please get your dogs microchipped that yes. really really does help so important. And also, uh, thank your wife for us as well. I know that uh, it's you two working as a team. So uh, She's the brains behind the operation, for sure. Absolutely. We here at WGN Radio salute you. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you very much for having us on the show. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. Unbelievable. Remarkable. Uh, once again, it's Garrido Stray Rescue Foundation. You can find them um, on Facebook and then on their website is GarridoStrayRescue.org. And Garrido is spelled G-A-R-R-I-D-O.